Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Sons of Scotland, I am William Wallace. William Wallace is seven feet tall. Yes, I've heard. Kills men by the hundred. And if he were here, he'd consume the English with fireballs from his eyes and bolts of lightning from his arse. <laughs> I am William Wallace. And I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You've come to fight as free men. Free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? Right? Against that? No! We will run! And we will live. Aye. Fight and you may die. Run and you'll live. At least a while. And dying in your beds many years from now, would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! <laughs> Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That's Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. And that was from the movie Braveheart. Mel Gibson as William Wallace. And it's so truth. You can take our lives, but you cannot take our freedom. And, you know, it's interesting to look back at movies like that that inspire so much in the heart and in the mind and the spirit and attribute to it, attribute it to what is happening right now in the world. And that's what we do here in The Daily Dose is we uncover the unfolding global conspiracy. We pearl string what's happening throughout the world in the sense of the systematic destruction of the Western world's governments and sovereignty, the infiltration of our social, our cultural, our institutional, our political, our economic domains that rule and dominate our life. And how information warfare, psychological warfare, uh, various entities have came in and hijacked those institutions. And they seek to control you and me and implement a new world order of which our freedoms will no longer be. Of which our wealth will be depleted and transferred to them. And I'm here to stand with you and, and fight for that. Fight so that does not happen, so that can never happen. The fight for the future of my children and your children and our grandchildren and generations to come. And so it begins. The war on America. That's where we are at right now. Is there is a war waging right now on this planet. And that invisible war that we've talked about so many times before is now manifesting in the streets of America, in the businesses in America, at the pocketbook of America. And it's time for us as Americans to stand, to, to take 
a good hard look at what's happening around us and ask ourselves, just like William Wallace posited, many, many years from now, do we want to be sitting in our bed, on our deathbed, looking back saying we could have kept our freedom if we only. We could have won our freedom if only. We could have stopped this tyranny if only. I don't want that to happen, and I know you don't want that to happen, and we cannot let it happen. So therefore, we stand and we fight now, first starting with our words, with information, with knowledge. And if it goes to that point, we take it to the next level. But I call right now that it's time to organize. It's time to prepare. It's time to, to go out there, to, to get the supplies that you need, to organize within your local community, to find people who have the same values and understandings of the world as you do, and collaborate together just to be safe. Is there, a, is there people working in the backdrop? Yeah, but they need your help just as much as you need theirs. And so here we are. How are we doing, Vince? I'm doing great. Wow, man. Well said. I agree. Um, I think we may be having issues on Foxhole. I, it looks like we're streaming. Everything's good, but... I think it's like Foxhole, period, because I can't get okay. anything to come up. Okay, well, okay, good. no, I got I got one to come up. I got Brooks to come up. Um, yep, I, I for some reason, we can't come up on Foxhole. So why don't you do this? Mm-hmm. Why don't you go ahead and uh, create another stream on Foxhole? I'll, I'll shut mm-hmm. it off at this end. And then let me know when it's ready, and I'll just turn it back on. All right, I'll, I'll go ahead and toggle that. All right, yeah, dude, we need to do something. This is uh, absurd. And it's coming to a point of uh, kind of no return. It's like we could go two yeah. ways right now. Really. Worse or better. <laughs> I agree. <clears throat> yeah. I agree. Is that uh, we can save this country if we wish. It only takes time, patience, motivation, the right words. And we can do it. And right now we're working towards that better good, which is great. We're working towards that better good. It's it's happening right now. And I know you're probably creating that. Hold on, I want to. Yeah, I'm listening. This we is definitely a coordinated are. We can't. My bad. Yeah, we have to. We have to, man. We have no other option. And honestly, I think it's extreme. I think it's like for all the marbles. It you is. And, and like I've talked about before, I, I talk about if anybody's new joining us here, I talked about a lot about what's called the Firestorm event. And I've been talking about this since 2020 in the sense that they're not going to take out the United States with a single war. There's not going to be no invasion of our country from from Blue Hats or China. Maybe that'll come down the road when they accomplish certain other goals. But what they will do is they will implement a systematic kind of restructuring of America. And that happens by chipping away at the foundation, chipping away at the foundation of of our society, of our of our homes, of our communities, of our cities, chipping away at the foundation of our infrastructure in this country, which keeps it's the, it's the veins that keeps the blood flowing in this country. And if we look around us right now, this is exactly what's happening. I've also said that as we begin to become more cognizant of what they're doing, they will begin to fight back, that they will scorch this earth before they ever give up power. And we're seeing this right now, and, and they have multiple tools within their arsenal. One of those tools is the economy. And looky right here, right there. Ten-year yield falls below the two-year yield usually means recession yeah. is coming. Buckle up. And this is known as the yield curve. This is big. 
and stocks will be definitely going down tomorrow because of that. Have you got pilled up yet? Yes, everything. Five five across the board. But did you turn it back on? Yeah, everything's good. Okay, good. Perfect. Sorry about that, pilled. We love you. We weren't trying to There we oh there we go. Oh beautiful. All right, pilled is up. Yeah, tip top Magoo as usual. These live broadcasts, man, sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of pieces, a lot of moving pieces. And so at the same day that the yield curve inverts. Yeah. Vladimir Putin, the U.S. dollar is done. It will lose dominance. Russian President Vladimir Putin claimed that the United States dollar is done and that it is going to lose its place of dominance on the global scale. Putin added that Moscow would cooperate with its allies to build a secure system of international settlements that does not depend on the dollar or the euro. Out of all the losers of the war in Ukraine, the U.S. seems to be coming out on top. Massive and expensive weapon packages don't seem to be helping for the U.S. not being involved directly in the conflict. According to Putin, the current policies of Western states are causing the U.S. dollar and the euro to lose their universality in international payments. He's not wrong. The deliberate and rapid decline in the value of the fiat currency thanks to the ruling class and central bank decisions has made it clear the U.S. doesn't care. Perhaps that's because the CBDC or central bank digital currency is on the horizon. Yep. Putin further explained that Russia's former Western partners are forcing Moscow to cut settlements in dollars and other Western currency. In December, Putin stated that the share of ruble transactions in Russia's trade, uh, foreign trade had doubled since the beginning of 2022 and now accounted for one-third of the country's settlements. He projected that the use of the national currencies in place of the U.S. dollar and euro in trade with Russia's international partners would continue to grow. We are on the verge of financial cataclysm here in the West. Dude. Oh, D-Live's down now. Gotta love it. What the fuck? Hold on, let me let me check it. Hey guys, can we get a thumbs up on D Live if if we're good on D Live? Everything's working on D Live for me. Everything's working. I saw one person say D Live was down, but D Live is fine for me right now. Um what the fuck? Sorry. Yep, no, everybody's saying everything's good on D Live. Okay, cool. All right, Amazon workers revolt when required to go into the office for three days a week. This is going to be absolute chaos and make everyone's work distracted for probably a quarter, maybe longer. Amazon workers are revolting against the company after executive released a mandate requiring them to work in the office for three days a week. Several employers are writing up petitions and many are threatening to leave the company after the memo sent by CEO Andy Jassy explained that teams are usually more productive when they work together in the office. The memo went out Friday. Shortly after it was released, employees united in a Slack channel titled Remote Advocacy, which now has over 14,000 members. The vast majority of the Amazon staff claimed they were already searching for another job as a result of the impending change. This is going to be absolute chaos and make everyone's work distracted and probably probably for a quarter, maybe longer. Now, now here, here's my thoughts on this, okay? This yeah. is like twofold. Number one, the idea that we have to work 40-hour work weeks was implemented mm -hmm. into the human mind through psychological warfare, the Rockefeller Foundation, of uh, the 40 hours of school that people go into, sit in the school, you know, listen, take instructions very well, go into the factories, work the 40 hours a week. So I understand the conceptualization of working from home, being your own boss, doing this type of thing. The key here, though, is many of these people that work from home have families. 
And what they've done is they've organized their lifestyle around them being home. So picking their children up from school, not having to get a babysitter, these types of things. So when a company comes in and actually does something like this, it, it actually affects that family greatly. Because now you have to get Good daycare, $1,300 a month. Now you have to find someone to pick up your child two times a day, drop them off and pick them up. So it really does affect the family when you start remotely and then you get called in the office. Not saying that I disagree with what Amazon's doing, but they need to take into consideration people's life when they apply for a remote job and then tell them they have to come into the office. So, um, But I can understand the sentiment as well that the people on the right are looking at this like, you little pussies, just going to work, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's like I, exactly I, what, what I go to first thing. <laughs> Yeah, but yep. you you have a good point though. Yeah, it, but so do so many other pro- professions. I agree. Is that not every profession is going to be you know the, the best thing? Some people work sixty, eighty hours a week. Mm-hmm. Okay, some yeah. people work four or five hours a week. It really mm-hmm. depends on where you are in your profession and what you're earning and your value that you're bringing to the marketplace. Um, so I just wanted to put that in there. I'm not that I agree with Amazon. But there are considerations that take in the place. And what they should have done is said, hey, if this is the new policy. But if you have a family constraint, children, these types of things, then you have a waiver, right? If it's your little poodle dog that doesn't want to be left alone and you don't want to put it in doggy daycare and you're like starting the, the Amazon revol- revolt club because of it, you're a pussy. Go to work. Yeah, and I don't know if these were always remote jobs. I think they were actually, but not sure. Oh, really? Hmm. Or whether they were remote jobs just from COVID. So, uh, this is scary. Top banker says the United Kingdom will introduce a super app that combines digital ID and financial data. UK finance chair Bob Wigley has predicted the development of a super app that would store the person's economic digital identity, your credit score, including your credit score ratings, and know your customer KYC data into your digital ID. The economic digital ID would be similar to the UK government's NHS health app. Ha! <laughs> Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. Which carries the individual's yeah. health data launched in January 2019. The app faced mm-hmm. opposition before it gained popularity during the pandemic. Finance expert Wickley says that the banking sector is taking notes on the NHS app and that might launch a similar app for economic data. Okay. I, just, I want to I jump just, back into this. Go ahead. Okay. I imagine opening this up or somebody opening this up in like a skit and then it would go in like bloop, sending a like a message to your phone, like it's an app, and it's like you have AIDS, and it's like bloop, you have no money, <laughs> <laughs> and like just like all this ridiculous shit. And then an advertisement <laughs> comes up for euthanasia. Would yeah. you like to kill yourself? <laughs> Help the planet. Take the pill. <laughs> yeah, dude. Exactly. Dude, that would be an epic video. I, I dude. But okay. So if we go back yeah. to 2019 and we look at the NHS's health app, do you remember this when we looked at this health app on this show? And Vaguely. Yeah. And so what they had is they had areas reserved in expansion of the app for future information to include personal data like KYC, financial data, political data, social data. And people were like, what is this all about? What is this all about? And they're like, oh, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. There it is. And we said that this was going to be the model for the social ID that comes out next. The same thing with the COVID uh, ID, the COVID ones that they're doing through all the states here in the United States. Same thing that they're doing in Canada. 
they were already rolling it out. COVID was just a test run for this technology. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. We called it. But you're a conspiracy theorist. How could you say such a thing? Dude, you need to write that down about that idea. We we oh, need to build okay. that. All right. If there's any animators out there. Oh, God. It. If there's an Thank animator you. out there who can do that, that would be freaking epic. <laughs> Bing! You have AIDS. Oh, no. What am I going to do? Hold on. I got to go see if I can afford that vaccine. Bing! You have no money. You actually oh, no. Money. Oh, no. Bing, bing, your social credit score has decreased below the average. You are now homeless. Your car yeah. will no longer start. You are locked out of your bank account. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> Steve, this is your your boss. You just lost your job because your social credit score dropped below. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> New advertisement. Would you like to take the pill and end your life to help save the planet for... <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, that would be a yeah, yeah, yeah. Take this epic. pill, or your your social credit will be automatically registered to your children. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Biden economy record U.S. credit card debt nearly one trillion dollars. Oh yeah. As Americans struggle to survive under Joe Biden. Wow, what a wonderful milestone. So, Wait. consumer credit card debt has jumped nearly one trillion dollars. The Federal Reserve Bank of New York said on Thursday. Credit card balances increased more than $60 billion over three months ending in December, lifting the total amount of U.S. credit card debt to an all-time high of $986 billion, the report found. Okay. Disposable income is at its lowest point since 1932. It's down a trillion dollars in a year. Okay. CPI is still going up. Consumer price index is still going up. Inflation is still happening. Prices are high. Remember I told you what would happen with inflation and, and stuff like that? Is once those prices were up there... It'd be very difficult to bring them back down. And they're saying, oh, the prices aren't increasing anymore. Yeah, but they're not coming back down. Right. They're like, look at this chart. The prices are much lower. It's like, well, look at this receipt from the store. No, they're not. Uh, someone yeah. was asking, what is disposable income? <laughs> so disposable income is everything that you have left after all your bills are paid. All right. That's disposable income. I think they're living paycheck to paycheck and making a joke. Well, <laughs> so let me see. Is... I want to. I want to do something here. Okay. So to give you an idea, all right, for everybody out there, mm -hmm. how much is a trillion? Oh man, isn't it like a million million? Well, I, I want people to put this into consideration, okay? If you were to count... No, thousand million. If you were to count one number a second, okay? One number a second. It would take you 31 years to count to a billion. Hmm. It would take you 33,000 years to count to a trillion. Okay. Wow. Okay. 33,000 years to count to a trillion. Where 30 years to a billion, 33,000 years to a trillion. That should just give you everything you need to know about how big a trillion really is. Wow. Yeah. So when, when, Credit card debt is up to a trillion dollars. We're talking about a lot of frigging money. This means, and we, we've talked about these statistics before on the show. Mm 
is that we have six-figure earning families, mothers and fathers, who are living paycheck to paycheck. Disposable yeah. income is gone. That also means that people's savings is depleted, gone. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's one of the things that happened during COVID is that people dipped into their savings and their savings were never replenished because the price of living skyrocketed afterwards. And so people have are living paycheck to paycheck with nothing in their savings. This is a recipe for disaster. Now you put in every, how long, a trillion seconds is 33,000 years, buddy. That, that's what I just said. If you counted one, one number a second, 33 trillion, 30, it's like 31,700 or something like that. I'm just estimating. Okay. Um, and then, so the economy is, is teeter totter, teeter totter, getting ready to go. Okay. We know this. Now I've talked about Dr. Kirk Elliott before. I'm going to plug it right now because I think it's a great time for it. Um, I'm actually contacting him this week, talking to him. I just talked to him this morning, but I'm getting some silver. And I don't know if you guys have this. If you have some IRAs that you want to transfer over completely free without any fees, or if you want to start an IRA, or if you have a 401k and you want to know what to do with it, you can call his team and they'll definitely help you out. Okay. And you can call the 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com. And the reason I say that is because we only really deal with sponsors here that are like healthy alternatives or really can help people. And so you can use them and you can also help support everything we do. Okay. Uh, if you have someone else to get gold and silver through, great, fine, fantastic. But if you guys want to use Dr. Kirk Elliott, that's his info right there. It's in all the chats. Please check him out. Um, I don't know how much longer we have with the economy. They can only sustain this for so much longer. And I know I've been yeah. saying that for a year and I'm amazed that it's sustained for this long, but you know what? It- and I hope it does. I hope everything just chugs along, but the possibility is there. We could wake up tomorrow and it could be a shit show. Mm -hmm. To give everybody an idea, if 33 years or 31 years is a billion seconds and a trillion is a thousand times a billion, thousand times 31 years is 31,000 years. That's how I got those estimates. All right, Google hails key milestone in quantum computing. Google scientists on Wednesday said they had passed a major milestone in their quest to develop effective quantum computing, while a new study showing they've reduced the rates of error long an obstacle for much new hyped technology. Quantum computing has been touted as a revolutionary advance that uses a growing scientific understanding of the subatomic world to create a machine with powers far beyond that of today's conventional computers. However, the technology remains largely theoretical, uh, with many thorny problems still standing in the way, incredibly stu- stubborn, uh, stubbornly high error rates. In the new research published in the journal Nature, the Google Quantum AI Lab described a system that can significantly decrease the error rate. Uh, that could give the U.S. tech giant a step up in its rivals such as IBM. Now, if anybody's familiar with ChatGPT, and we've been talking about ChatGPT for a while here, we like playing around with it. Um, there's people finding out ways how to manipulate ChatGPT to basically create some really cool stuff. Okay? Like what? So you can create ulterior egos and profiles within ChatGPT. Like of the AI itself? Oh, yeah. So you can go in there and tell the AI, like, this is how I want you to act, and this is how I want oh. you to look at the information and do this oh, specifically. Wow. 
And so it will like go beyond what its limitations are because of that. That's awesome, dude. When I didn't know that. They have it writing like writing code, like brand yeah. new code that's never been written before. I've done before. that. Yeah. I've done no, no. That. But it's it's writing stuff that's like never been written before for people. Like okay. people are coming up with ideas, they're going in there, they're creating an algorithm like a Dan algorithm and they're they're telling it this is what I want and they're going through boom 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 and it's just writing the code out for them mm-hmm. and they're creating new apps and software soon what you're going to see is you're going to see the first self-made billionaire by using just chat gpt i'm telling you it's coming probably and what we're in is if you remember in star trek next generation computer create me a fictional scenario of where the vulcan ship merges in front of us or, or whatever right and the computer bleep 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 runs the simulation that's where we're at like right now like we're, we're at we're come you know chat gpt create me this so i was actually watching this video today and this is fucking phenomenal um I, i'm contemplating whether I should upload it real quick or not. I'm going to upload it real quick because this video really kind of, um, <laughs> this shows you where we're at and what's happening right now. Okay. Yeah. I'd love to see it. I got to make sure that I got the right one. Yeah. It should be one of these two. Okay. So let me go ahead and open this up because this is where we're headed. And if you want to know what the new world order is going to look like, it's going to be a variation of this technology coming about not a bad thing not a good thing technology is a tool we got to remember that let me get in here let me see if it's this one oh, those downloaded rather quick come on baby download let me see if it's this one. right now I don't know. I think chat, chat. I think it has its limitations or its issues as well. Well, it does. Okay, let me play this video. This is where we're headed right now with AI. And imagine what this is going to do when it's quantum computers running the AI. Okay, which is just a few years away. Ready? Uh, we're working on it. Tools are making this leap from being passive to being generative. Generative design tools use a computer and algorithms to synthesize geometry, to come up with new designs all by themselves. All it needs are your goals and your constraints. I'll give you an example. In the case of this aerial drone chassis, all you would need to do is tell it something like it has four propellers, you want it to be as lightweight as possible, and you need it to be aerodynamically efficient. And then what the computer does is it explores the entire solution space every single possibility that solves and meets your criteria, millions of them. It takes big computers to do this. But it comes back to us with designs that we, by ourselves, never could have imagined. And the computer is coming up with this stuff all by itself. No one ever drew anything, and it started completely from scratch. That's where this is headed. And so take that and expand that beyond anything. Take that for weapon design. Take that yeah. for energy production. We're, we're yep. getting to that point in technology where it's highly advanced beyond that point to where we talked about this before that the, the circuit cards that are going in the phones and computers these days, electrical engineers have no clue how these fucking things are made. 
Yeah. Well, you, you it's because they make them. They, we're actually using this type of stuff to do engineering now. Right. I know a bridge. We've done a bridge um, and different things. And I hate the process of engineering because they do this. They'll get you this. They'll say, make it like this. And it's like a totally organic design. You make it. And then you're supposed to mass produce it. It's just very challenging. So I think that's the easy part. The mass production is a whole other beast. Yeah. So now take that to the next idea, right? Yeah. I could already think of like designs for a stock of a gun in my head and like all kinds right? of cool stuff that would work. But this is where we're headed with all this stuff. And it's going to be scary. Like in the sense of electrical engineering and the sense of circuit cards, what they've done is over the years, they just replicate the older models, older models. How do we fit more transistors onto a, a chip? And the computer algorithm designs this. They put this into like a very similar silicon-based 3D printer with the design that the computer created. And the computer generates it with this design. That's how these microchips are freaking made. There's, they don't know how they're working on the quantum level. It, it's mind-blowing. And then the Taliban are demanding the U.S. return $3.5 billion in Afghan assets after court ruling. I love that. <laughs> oh, this is, this is kind of comical. Co Taliban authorities called Washington Wednesday to return $3.5 <laughs> belonging to the Afghan Central Bank after a New York federal judge ruled that families of the victims of 9-11 attacks cannot seize the funds. The United States took control of the assets soon after Taliban stormed back to power in Afghanistan in 2021, with President Joe Biden saying the money could be made available to the families of 9-11 victims. A group of the families who earlier sued the Taliban for the losses and won have since moved to seize the funds to pay off a judgment debt. But George, uh, Judge George Daniels of the Southern District of New York, Southern District of New York, said Tuesday the federal courts lacked the jurisdiction to seize the funds from Afghan's central bank. The judgment creditors are entitled to collect on their default judgments and be made whole for the first terrorist attack uh, in our nation's history, but they cannot do so with the funds of the central bank of Afghanistan. The Taliban, not the former Islamic Republic of Afghanistan or the Afghan people, must pay for the Taliban's liability in the 9-11 attacks. He also says that he was constitutionally restrained from actually doing this. Um, I'm pretty sure Joe Biden's going to step in and say, yep, Taliban, give them their money back. Give, give yeah. the damn their Taliban their money back. I and then right. I just find it funny because we gave them like $85 billion worth of military technology. It's ridiculous. If I got, if I picked the phone up and I heard this on the other side, I would laugh and hang up. It's nope. like, it's like a parody. Literally, it really is. <laughs> this is, this is just showing you what's happening right now in the world. I mean, this is unbelievable. Um, Spectrum News 13 crew member and nine-year-old killed in Pine Hills shooting. According to the Orange County Sheriff John Mina, two members of the Spectrum News 13 crew at the scene of the homicide investigation were shot Wednesday afternoon. One has died. At the same time, investigators also responded to a residence uh, on Harrington Drive where the nine-year-old girl and her mother were found shot. The girl later died. Both shootings were reported about 4.05 p.m. Two Spectrum News 13 employees were at the scene reporting on an Orange County Sheriff's Office investigation in the Pine Hills homicide that happened earlier that day. Investigators said one person was taken into custody at the scene of the most recent shooting. So we have detained the person believed to be responsible for the murder this morning, as well as the shootings this afternoon. 
He is 19-year-old Keith Melvin Moses, and he is being formally charged in the murder uh, from this morning, and we expect additional charges for the shooting of the four people this afternoon. And here is uh, the white supremacist. The white supremacist radical right uh, Nazi Keith Melvin Moses. He's even got a Christian name. Come on, man. This is the shooter right here, the white supremacist that gunned yeah, down dude. an innocent journalist, a nine-year-old girl, and a 20-year-old today. Yeah, and it's Black History Month. I don't know what you're planning on celebrating, unless you're, you know, if you're not celebrating, you're probably racist, but I'll be watching all of the Cosby trials <clears throat> yeah. again. Well, <laughs> this is the picture of, a, of the white supremacist that the media Ridiculous. are trying to ignore. Ridiculous. <clears throat> Yeah, the side, it's like everyone's picking up the story until they find out the killer is this black dude with like these weird dreads. Yep. And they're like, oh, the story became racist all of a sudden. We can't report it. Yeah. All right. Donations are pouring into East Palestine. Look at this. Yeah. See all those supplies? That's not FEMA or the federal government giving those. Supplies of the people. Did you know that? You know yeah. who that was? Donald Trump. Donald Trump bought those supplies for the people. Understand he did bring that. A bunch of supplies to them. Yeah. yeah. Donald Trump gave those not not the U.S. federal government, not the state of Ohio, not FEMA. Donald Trump. And people, yeah, that's the only help they're getting is from other people and from Donald Trump, who did a yep. lot for them. Let's listen to what Donald Trump has to say today. To the people of East Palestine and to the nearby communities in Ohio and Pennsylvania, uh, we have told you loud and clear, you are not forgotten. You are not forgotten. We stand with you, we pray for you, and we will stay with you in your fight to help answer and the accountability that you deserve. We'll have that accountability. It'll all be out there very clearly. I want to thank Senator J.D. Vance for being here. I want to thank Congressman Bill Johnson, very special friends of mine. They became really very good friends of mine. I also want to recognize a man who has been working tirelessly for this community since the beginning of the nightmare. And uh, Trent, where is Trent? He's very easy to find. Huh? Your mayor. In addition, let me express our tremendous respect and admiration for all of the police and firefighters and first responders. And all over the country, there's such heroes, but this was a great example of it because that was a very dangerous looking sight. So I want to thank you all. Thank you very much. Tell someone he's fat without telling someone he's fat. He's, he's really easy to find. <laughs> Did he really? What the fuck? Trent, where are you? He's really easy to find. Was... I love Trump so much, dude. I didn't know. Uh, that, that's that. Trump giving you a hint to go on a diet, I think. That's so funny, dude. Uh, the next one we can't look at because I'm uh, blocked by that guy. Um, but Trump. <laughs> Trump went to East Palestine. So now Buddha Edge is going to be there tomorrow. I think oh, Trump good. should stay just one day and wait for boot at edge. How original, huh? Yeah, just be there. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> He's talking about the purple shirt. 
I don't think he was talking about the. I think he was talking about the uh, the three stomachs. But it, uh, the the mayor dude, give that guy a round of applause because oh. whether doesn't matter if he's big or small or whatever, he's working his ass off for his people of his town, and and that's what we have to respect. And, and I even said something about this on Twitter today, that right now when we look at East Palestine, okay, when people realized. What was happening in East Palestine? What happened? I want everybody to look at this. Because if you want to know about America, what America is, what America means, I want you to take East Palestine for an example. Okay? Let's do it. Over the last few weeks, we've seen America uniting and supporting Americans. Mm Mm-hmm. This is how America is supposed to be. We have a cataclysmic ecological disaster occur and people are like, oh my God. And they go out there to the news, to the media, and they go out to the social media. They go out there with their huge followings and they say, this isn't right. Someone needs to do something. The government needs to do something. And they do money donations and, and raise supplies and get this to the people. They go out there and they report the people's actually story and they care. They actually care. Yeah. And look, all of this happened, and the federal government didn't lift a fucking finger. Didn't give them one bottle of water. Didn't yeah. care to do anything. Yeah, we could almost probably be fine or better off without it, right? Yeah. Well, if it huh. reminds you, though, that if this was a different America, if this was America 30 or 40 years ago, those yeah. people would have been taken care of. That That probably never would have happened, but if it did happen, the president would have been there the next day. EPA would have been in there. FEMA would have been in there. They would have been cleaning it up because they cared about America. Absolutely. I think, I believe that's true. So over the last few weeks, we've seen massive chaos. Okay. One of the other things we didn't know is that there was actually a metal factory in Ohio that blew up. Did you know this? Yeah. In Columbus. Okay. So there's a Columbus metal factory that blew up. Uh, we had the Medley, Florida incident. We had the three train derailments right after the Palestine derailment. We had the big tankers that are all around the country on the railroad tracks. Uh, we've had multiple other processing plants, everything that you can imagine. We're sitting here going, hey, our country's under attack. Somebody do something. Nobody's saying a peep. Look what happened today. Fire involving uranium breaks out at Tennessee National Security Complex where America's first atomic bomb was developed, forcing evacuations of 200 staffers. This is at the Oak Ridge Complex, which was the home of the Manhattan Project and research and development for World War II. The NNSA spokesperson confirmed that the fire started at 9.15 a.m. at the federal facility. Authorities confirmed that the material involved in the fire was a a metal compound of uranium. That's serious. Sure, you know, it's just an accident. Oh, okay. Just just an accident. Okay. This is the Y-12 National uh, uh, National Security Complex. This is a national security complex. And, yeah, so a uranium fire happened. How, how did that happen? I bet one of the machines malfunctioned. Wow. I bet you one of the machines malfunctioned. That's not good, dude, because now things are moving around at a critical area. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This, this makes it vulnerable. Yeah, this is this is getting 
bad. And I'm looking for another story that correlates to this. I don't know where I have it in my feed. Okay. Um, there it is. So we're going to bring this over here. Okay. So the next story. Nope. Back, back. Okay. Okay. Uranium. And then today, cyber attack on food giant Dole temporarily shuts down North American production, according to a company memo. So Dole's food supply chain got cyber attacked. Like, how much more do we have to say? Right? Like, and I reported on this. Sources tell me that the CTEH officials, company involved in testing air and water quality in Ohio, were on board. Okay, I actually reported on this. This was reported originally by... um, um, Pepe's lives on True Social as being uh, that these people were on their way to East Palestine. They were not on their way to East Palestine, okay? Breaking plane crashes outside Clinton Airport carrying toxicology and environmental health experts who were working for a company that was hired to check the aftermath of the metal factory fire in Oakwood Village, Ohio. Everybody on board died. Okay. They crash right outside of Clinton Airport in Arkansas. You can't make this shit up. Come on. Hillary Clinton Airport. Yep. Okay. What do so, you think? What the hell? Toxicology experts heading to Ohio to test water, air, and soil. Most likely they were probably going to East Palestine too. Okay. Dead. I mean, anybody coincidence meter going bing, 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 bing. Plane crashes are more rare than car crashes. Well, they used to be before Hillary's well, large success with paid or alleged paid. Well, uh, apparently railroad track derailments are pretty freaking commonplace. Isn't that weird? P- yeah. Plane yeah, crashes supposed to be are three incredibly today. rare. I didn't see any. There are supposed to be three today. Yeah. Plane crashes are incredibly rare. Car they accidents oh, don't happen so often. Railroad tracks? Oh, shit. There's like four a day. <laughs> Like, dude, if 1,700 trains were crashing in the United States per year, okay? And this is the statistical average. That's like, what, four a day? What president in their right mind wouldn't come out and say, dude, we have a problem? Yeah, it's not happening. Like, (laughs) put some new tracks down. Like, what the hell? What railroad company would ever make... Like would go into that situation and be like, yeah, we could we can handle four a day. We can handle four a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Nah. Dude. This is getting out of hand. It is, and then we have this twenty five mile twenty five hundred mile long storm. Yeah. San How are Francisco you doing over there. Oh, it's it's uh-huh. beautiful outside. San Francisco's okay. bracing for its first snow since nineteen seventy six as more winter storms arrive. Uh here in Minnesota, we got about uh four inches over the night wasn't nothing right now the whiteouts are just beginning the blizzards just beginning right about now and it's still it's not that bad it's just snow but better to be prepared for these things but i find it really interesting that you know we get this 2500 mile long snowstorm in the middle right of all this shit that's happening in the world like hey there's a storm coming go get toilet paper so you don't run out and forget about what's happening in the world yeah, man. Wild ice storm. I got hail already. Yep. 
So Elon Musk and California Governor Newsom announced new Tesla engineering headquarters in Palo Alto, California. Come on, Elon. Seriously? Elon, he's just a roller coaster type guy. Yep. He'll, Elon's going to Elon. I'm not showing. All right, here's uh, some footage of Trump in East Palestine. What are you making about Biden not showing up? You showing up before he did. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much. Trump, take a picture of my phone. There he is. The real president. Thank you so Thank you, Don Jr. too. She was dying, Don Jr. She's like, thank you, Don Jr. too. <sighs> Dude, I love the banter too. The real president. <laughs> the real president. That's right. Yeah. The real president. Now, listen. Yeah. We, me and David Whitehead, we did a show today on QAnon, right? On Q, and it's oh. you definitely need to watch it on Earth Chronicles. Okay. It's fantastic. Okay. Oh, I'll have to download it. Can I download it? Um. Yeah. We. Well. Yeah. We got to keep anyway. it on Badlands. So, but um. At the end, he played videos of Trump being asked questions about Q. And, you know, the okay. ladies were like, you have this, this uh, Q is fighting this satanic pedophile cult that's trying to take over the world through a one world government. Right. And he was asked about this many times. We've came out and showed that this cult does exist, that it's real. And that not only does it exist, is they want to depopulate the world. What does James Cameron have to say about that? Avatar director James Cameron says he agrees with wiping out half of humanity. I can relate to Thanos. The problem is nobody's going to put up their hand to volunteer. It'd be the half that has to be eliminated. Mm. Until the social credit scores come out on an app and then it's really easy. <laughs> Bing, you have AIDS. Bing, yeah. you have no money. <laughs> Bing, you're homeless. Bing, you just lost your job. Bing, new advertisement. Yeah. Take the euthanasia pill. Chat Get it GPT. free today. <laughs> Chat GPT. Then a drone so flies up. overhead and drops a capsule. <laughs> lands in your hand. <laughs> and an advertisement but, pops up. Take the pill now. <laughs> it could happen, dude. Or someone could just ask Chat GPT to select the 50 most undesirable people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Done. Or, or you know, how about this? Yesterday we watched footage of someone falling down Air Force One. Today we're watching footage of Joe, Joe Biden falling up Air Force One. No, we're watching a screen spin. Oh, my goodness. I got I. Twitter yeah. sometimes just does not love me. Joe Biden falling up Air Force One. Oop, there it is. How do you fall up? This guy is an idiot, man. Yeah, dude. Trump was so much better at stairs. <laughs> yep. Well, let's listen to his VP, Kamala Harris, today. I want you to listen to what she says here. Every day, Joe Biden and I talk about and work together with our partners, like former leader Hoyer, current leader Hoyer, 
um, to lower the cost for the people of our nation, because you are a leader. For working families, we have reduced heating and electricity bills. So folks have more money in their pocket to buy things like school supplies, replace the dishwasher, or take a family vacation. What the fuck did she just say? Get to buy things like school supplies, replace the dishwasher, or things like school supplies, replace the dishwasher, like school supplies, replace the dishwasher. Or Replace the dishwasher? The, what the hell is she talking about? Beats me, dude. Honey, who's <laughs> we got enough money. Let's go replace that dishwasher. <laughs> Let's go get us one of those. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Let's go get us one of those 15-year-old kids that do the dishes themselves. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't. Replace the dishwasher. He's Does retarded. she mean like replace the broken dishwasher? Is that what she's like talking about? I don't know, dude, but I hope she doesn't become president. Mm. 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 And uh, just <laughs> when you thought things couldn't uh, get any weirder, the January 6th committee was hellbent on showing how Trump basically planned and orchestrated an insurrection on our country. They interviewed uh -huh. hundreds and hundreds of people and so far have arrested thousands and plan on arresting thousands more. Mm. But see, they didn't show certain video footage for a reason. And let's listen to this video footage today of the Capitol Police officers on January 6th. Who set the cops up on Jam 6? They, they set up. They set up 64. Oh, absolutely. And then they asked her to come two hours later. Was it the they same people who set up the rally attendees? Nah, right away. They set us the fuck up. Oh, nah, we ain't got shit. Is this why so much January 6th footage has been hidden for so long? So this is Metro Police. So there's MPD and there's Capitol Police. Okay. This is a Metro Police officer saying how he's getting there and we were set up. We were yeah. set up. We don't have the resources to handle this. What do we know? Donald Trump and Secretary of Defense Miller had authorized 20,000 National Guard troops to assist MPD and Capitol Police that day. And it was declined by the head of security at the Capitol... And Nancy Pelosi. Drunken Nancy. She nope. let it all happen. Nancy Pelosi allowed an insurrection to happen. And actually a fake planned insurrection led by the FBI, apparently. It looks like it to me, at least. Yep. And uh, Stu Peters has said, credible sources within the government tell us that the DOJ is aiming for another 1,000 to 3,000 arrests in connection with the January 6, 2021 events. A slow drip, drip, drip release of January 6 footage that only helps Biden's DOJ as they continue to weaponize the federal government against Americans. It's not going to stop there. <clears throat> If they really go full 100% at it, they'll get those 1,000, they'll get the 3,000, and then they're going to go after you, they're going to go after me, and they're going to go after everybody who listens to people like us. That's the go. truth of the matter. These people are crazy. They're, they're Look at what they're slow. doing in Ukraine. Yep, I, I agree. And by that time, it's, and I go down in a blaze <laughs> of glory. Yeah, dude. <laughs> With the guns I lost on a boating trip and the ammo that's buried in my backyard. <laughs> All right, this is a Georgia Trump grand juror. Mm. 
Listen to this. Personally, want to hear from the former president. I wanted to hear from the former president, but honestly, I kind of wanted to subpoena the former president because I got to swear everybody in. And so I thought it'd be really cool to get 60 seconds with President Trump of me looking at him and being like, do you solemnly swear? And me getting to swear him in? I just, I kind of just thought that would be an awesome moment. Personally, want to hear Hmm. from the former president. I wanted to hear from the former president, but honestly, I kind of wanted to subpoena the former president because I got to swear everybody in. Satan. Because I got to swear everybody in? And he loves you, it's precious. She's, she's scary as fuck. No, they took my precious. <laughs> well, and, and now everybody's saying that basically this was, um, uh, it just shows that the whole thing was rigged. Yeah, it's biased. This one has a political of- bias against Donald Trump. Why was she even on that jury? She got that crazy look. Dude, she's on drugs. Give me my precious. <laughs> Russia. Russia has come out. Evidence the U.S. is guilty of destroying the Nord Stream is more than a smoking gun. Russia claims the evidence proving the United States is guilty of the sabotage of the Nord Stream pipelines is more than a smoking gun. Moscow has long asserted the destruction of the Nord Stream pipelines was an act of in- in international terrorism and needs to be addressed to avoid chaos. Most of those with the discernment have already come to the conclusion that the U.S. took the pipelines out long before Seymour Hersh had talked about it. And, and I want to talk about this for a second. Um, well, <clears throat> no, 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 I'll wait because... This is me being an asshole to somebody, and I think that that's someone deserves uh, a swift kick in the ass. But maybe not. It's not me. No, no, no. It's someone on Twitter and Substack that posts a lot of stuff, and he posts a lot of good stuff. But he posts other people's research and then calls it his own, and that uh, infuriates me. Yeah. To no end. He he came out with all the biolab stuff like recently and did a whole expose on it yeah he's like this is my research how dare you and no it's not dude like we were covering this a year ago literally a year ago and and Mm -hmm. anons were the ones doing the research tons of us throughout the country and And this this... guy is claims it's all his research i can't fucking stand that Mm. and i'm not gonna mention his name so yeah well how does that relate to putin here who's just really calling us out on the pipeline, which we called a long time ago or the day after it happened. Well, I was actually. thinking because we, we had been talking about this for a while. We, we all the came day out, after yeah, the day it happened the day after that. Pretty this much. is America yeah. that did this and monkey works. And there's so many connections. And now Seymour Hosh comes out and says, it, Oh my goodness, it's gotta be real. Like, Oh yeah, I see. I see. What right. You mean. Yeah. Here we go again. And I'm waiting for that dude to go out there I know, and dude. do a Substack and say, <laughs> I told you my research showed this. A, yeah, while back. a <laughs> right? friend of mine is like, did you see last week? Vince, did you see this this uh, article about the pipeline? And I'm like, it's exactly what going through, what goes through your head goes through my head. I'm like, son of a bitch, dude! And right when it happened, we were on it. What do you mean? Yep. Have I seen this article? I talked that article with Josh the day of and the next day. Like, we, hello, we covered this when it happened. <laughs> yes, um, and now it's all a big deal, which is great. It needs the exposure, right. but the. It, the system's broken. It is. Right. But, but that's old school media where it takes weeks and weeks and yeah. months. They actually get the news out when we were reporting it correctly the first time. Well, um, it was a conspiracy at the time. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. 
Moscow's ambassador to the United Nations, Vasily Nebenzia, told the UN Security Council on Tuesday that the act of terrorism needs to be dealt with. Russia has accused Germany, Sweden, Denmark of the cover-up to shield the U.S. and said it would only trust a UN investigation. Of Sweden's investigation, Nebenzia said it's quite clear that Sweden is covering up for the American big brother. If Western countries block Russia's request for a UN investigation, that will only shore up our suspicion. And, and the right is why are we having a NATO nation go out there and inspect this? If a NATO nation suspected of it, we're going to have a NATO nation go in and, and, and see what happened. The fox is guarding the hen house. Whether you believe it or not, the Pentagon has just released high-resolution images of the U-2 spy plane flying by the Chinese surveillance balloon. The Pentagon has provided and confirmed the authenticity of the impressive full-resolution photographs of the Chinese balloon from above. The photo was taken by the U-2S Dragon Lady pilot flying somewhere over the United States on February 3rd, 2023. And, oh my God, look at the flat Earth. It's flat! I told you! And there we go again. And I'm going to get so many comments from the Flat Earthers. It's, it's, Sorry, it's just they're... a satellite, man. Just a satellite. Uh, I love Flat Earthers. I don't well, love arguing, but... You know. Well, you know the fact that Flat Earthers came out and said that the satellites in the sky are actually being suspended by balloons and everybody's like, that's yeah. ridiculous. And then this happens, and like, they're sitting there going, told you so. I love and I'm sitting there going, it. oh, you... Why do you guys have to go and create those communication balloons like that? Yeah, I think, you know, the only thing is, you know, we have to, it's not just flat earthers, okay? Yeah. Uh, but it does happen with flat earthers. But with anything, it's okay to disagree. Let's just yeah. try to talk about them. It's healthy. And be civil. Let's yes. let's talk about it and be civil and get everybody an opportunity to talk about it. That's the Yeah, key, and it's okay right? if I never think that the earth is flat, okay? Let me yep. be dumb if you think that's the case, but... It doesn't hurt to discuss it. Agreed. Yeah. All right, guys. We do have the battle of the streams going on. This is where you can help yeah. support everything that we do. Um, and uh, I noticed that we've had some viewers that haven't been here with us for a while that come back in and comment on us. And, and that one person last night, you can go fuck yourself. Uh, I remember you. You're just a piece of shit. You want to go out there and believe all the hopium. Not you. Some dude that was commenting on our stuff last night. And so you can just unsubscribe sure. and leave. We don't care for you. <laughs> I'm um, sure he's a good guy. <laughs> yep. So, God, so funny. He's not. Josh. Sorry. <laughs> so Shannon thirteen thirteen has. Oh, so we have the the battle of streams. This is where you guys can go ahead and uh, help support everything that we do here at the Red Pill Project. And much appreciated for everybody that does support us. You guys help keep us alive and going. Um, and so we have the battle of streams: Rumble, D Live, Facebook, and Pilled. Thank you so much for all the donations. Shannon 13, six lemons. Nadine, quadruple Q, one diamond. Thank you so much, Shannon and Nadine. Ed Reed, one lemon. Enlightened Science, two ice cream. RPG, 3573, two ice cream. Thank you so much, Ed Reed. Enlightened Science and RPG. Woke AF and Shannon 13, 13, one ice cream. And Georgia Vixen, one ice cream. Thank you so much, Woke AF. And Shannon 13, 13. And Georgia Vixen. Me, Brenda, one diamond. And Lolo, 1976, celebrating a four-month substreak. Georgia Vixen, subscribe monthly. Bayonet, one diamond. Thank you so much, Lolo, Georgia Vixen, Bayonet, and me, Brenda. Racing Ray 42, which I finally got to meet last night. Gifted a can. Thank you so much, Racing Ray. Lindsay 14, gifted a cookie. Love is always the answer. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Me, Brenda, one more diamond with three 
little hearts. Slumdog uh, Can, The Great Show, Bader369, Gift of the Shades, Racing Ray again, a can. And so much Racing Ray, Bader369, Slumdog, and me, Brenner. Thank you so much for the donations. Uh, Rico Man just followed Rico. Don't forget to go over to redpills.tv and then socialredpill.com. You got to go to those two websites, redpills.tv and then socialredpill.com, and join us on our evening chat discussions and so forth. But thanks for the follow, Rico Man. Slumdog gift of the can. The fucking dolphins stole my rifle and my ammo. Fuck you, dolphins. It, it, it's always the dolphins. They're the smart ones in the ocean. They know what to do. Thank you so much, Slumdog. Patriot of Pisces, one diamond, woke AF, and Patriot of Pisces, another diamond. Thank you so much, Patriot of Pisces and woke AF. Me, Brenda, one diamond with three more hearts. Bayonet, one lemon. Karen Harris, seven, a cookie. And, um,. Oh, okay. So, and then someone told me that I was unfollowed on their Rumble today, and it wasn't them. That was follow for you and a dollar donation. Ah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, guys. And then look at this. This is interesting. Active shooter reported at Wibley Island Naval Air Station. Currently, there are reports of an active shooting on Wibley Island Naval Air Station in Oak Harbor, Washington. Officials are warning that all base personnel at Altfield have been ordered into lockdown status and all gates are closed. All personnel in Altfield are ordered to seek shelter and stay in place. So this is interesting because Wibley, Wibley, Wibley Island. I was just talking about this earlier today in the Q stuff. Really? This I is was. close to me. Yeah? What's yep. up? Oh, that's where the Wibley Island incident happened of the missile flying up from the ocean. Right. The uh, stolen airliner... Well, yeah, well, yeah, after two months later, then the stolen aircraft crash. Yep. Now, what's interesting that I found interesting about this, Mm -hmm. if I can go back, is this is called Oak Harbor. Okay. Oak Harbor is where this is taking place. Oak Harbor, Washington. And Oak Ridge is where that plane crashed today. Okay. That Where's plane crash next to the 3M building Today? was in Oak Ridge. It was headed to Oak Ridge. Oak right? Ridge. Yeah. Okay. So, the oh, sorry. The uranium compound is on fire at the Y-12 National Security Complex in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Right. So, the uranium fire was in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, and now we have an, uh, a fire, or sorry, an active shooter at... Whidbey Island Naval Air Station in Oak Harbor, Washington. Yeah. Oak and Oak. I don't know. That's so, weird. Okay. Two oaks. I mean, maybe maybe they only want people to focus on one oak, but so by having two big oak stories in the news, it I don't know. I don't know, but I don't believe in coincidences. Oak. So Biden has came out and said the West is not plotting to attack Russia. No. No, the West is not plotting to attack Russia, as Putin said today. Millions of Russian citizens who want only to live in peace with their neighbors are not the enemy, Biden told the crowd gathered outside the royal castle in Warsaw. That's why he's doing exactly whatever. I'm dude. Yeah. Joe Biden needs to go. So this is a yeah. massive demonstration in Moldova. <laughs> That's in support of Russia, by the way. Sorry, Vince, you're going to say something. I cut you off. No. No. Whoa. Did Vince's face just turn into the Red Pill Project makes you think logo? It did. (laughs) Let's listen to the Russian people who apparently were forced into the stadium 
Yesterday, the Russian people were forced into the stadium to watch Vladimir Putin. Let's watch see. Let's see their reaction as they were forced into the stadium. Wow, those look like people that were coerced and forced into a stadium, huh? Дорогие друзья, добрый день. Everybody's smiling, everybody's like chanting Russia, Russia, Russia. And in the reports came out that those people were forced to go to that stadium today from the Western news media. Really? Yep. Biden has said that the Russian treaty suspension is a big mistake. Come on, man. Big mistake. North Korea could test fire intercontinental ballistic missile on a lower, longer trajectory and conduct its seventh nuclear test this year, South Korea lawmakers have said. And North Korea has become a threat as they are are watching what's happening there. Um, I don't know what that one was. That one kind of uh, fell off. Here we go. Nearly 1,500 U.S. flights canceled amid winter storm following recent trend of air traffic disruption. I was about to say that is air traffic disruptions have been massively halted. So take this for for a grain of salt, okay? Wait, there's more disruptions, you mean? Yes, 1,500 yeah. flights have been canceled amid the winter storm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last, we had the, the, the outages at JFK, LAX, power outages, uh, two yeah. major, two biggest airports in the world, in the country. Uh, we had the no-tams delay. Okay. Then we have the railroad train you know, five or six derailments in the last few days. Then we have fires at uh, distribution facilities of metals and aluminum and this type of stuff. And then Dole, Dole Foods, it had a cyber attack. The distribution was uh, disrupted. Do you know who carries the most cargo, the most mail in the world? The mail, U.S. mail. Uh, Commercial Airlines. Commercial airlines, you know when they say like, hey, sir, we're overweight and you need to take another flight and stuff like this. Have you ever seen this happen in a plane? Yeah. Okay. Where they'll have to readjust for weights and balances and they'll say, hey, sir, you know, we're going to have to put you on another flight. The flight's full and you see empty seats and you're like, what do you mean the flight's full? It's because of the cargo under the plane. Because the, they pay, the, the cargo pays a lot more money for a seat than you do. And the cargo is how the airlines make billions upon billions of dollars of profit each year. The passengers on top are secondary considered to the cargo. Airplanes, commercial airplanes, take more cargo across the United States each year than trucks. Okay? And so think about all these disruptions, what they're doing to supply chain. They're disrupting disrupting the flow of the supply chain. Massively. Mail. Mail. Not mail, supply chain, cargo, packages, these types of things. Cargo, supplies. Food. What happens if food doesn't get to where it needs to go on time? You're not going to get things at restaurants and grocery stores. It spoils. (laughs) It spoils, true. Yep. 
Oh, man. World War II style rationing of meat, clothing, and energy needed to fight climate change, says UK academics. Government should reintroduce rationing schemes on goods such as meat, clothing, and fossil fuels in order to mitigate the supposed dangers of climate change researchers at the top British university have demanded. Academics at University of Leeds have called for World War II-style government rationing in order to fight climate change, arguing that green agenda taxes are levied in a slow and inequitable manner, and therefore the policy of rationing has been wrongly neglected as climate change mitigation policy option. The study, which appeared in Ethics, Policy, and Environment Journal, said rationing is often seen as unattractive and therefore not a viable option for policymakers. It's important to highlight the fact that this was not the case for many of those who had experienced rationing. It's important to emphasize the difference between rationing itself and scarcity that rationing was a response to. Of course, people did welcome the end of rationing, but they were really celebrating the end of scarcity to celebrating the fact that rationing was no longer necessary. This is this is scary. This is really, really scary that you have professors, PhDs at Leeds University saying this. Climate change, everybody. Remember the climate change during World War II that caused all the scarcity back then? Yeah. Nagasaki and Hiroshima? Yeah. What? Dude, climate change is such bullshit. It is scary to see these people with authority spew the bullshit. Well, you know how they're going to track rationing? With social credit scores and social IDs. <laughs> yeah, and here you go. In China, Seriously. if your social credit score falls below a certain level, the CCP will shame you by displaying your face, name, ID number, and address on the big screens for everybody to see. I can guarantee right. that you'll all be seeing my face as well as your face, Vince, on this. And that's oh, what Put happens. that in the cartoon. Yep. <laughs> he has AIDS. He's bankrupt. Yeah. No money. We gave him pills. Didn't want it. <laughs> Oh, God. Shame. Shame to him and his entire family. It's effective. Yep. All right. That one's not going to work. Let's go in here. Arkansas. We should, well, go ahead. Go ahead, Vince. We should counter that. Get our own advertisement trucks. Pull them up and put Hillary Clinton on there. Put Soros Ooh. on there. I've seen put, I've seen some actually going around doing that. Yeah. Put that up on a billboard yep. and put it out there before they put you on one. Arkansas police rule suicide in the death of the Clinton aide found hanging from a tree with a shotgun shotgun blast blast to the chest and hanging by an electrical cord. This is real. Yeah. Despite no sign of the gun on the scene. This is real. Mark Middleton, Bill Clinton's special advisor from Little Rock, Arkansas, who was connected to the former president to deceased pedophile Jeffrey Epstein, died at age 59 last May. At first, no detail of Middleton's death were disclosed. However, the case was blown wide open after an FOIA request by Radar Online revealed the former advisor was found hanging from a tree with a shotgun blast to his chest. Middleton was found hanging from a tree with a shotgun blast to his chest and an extension cord wrapped around his neck 30 miles from his Arkansas home. The investigation into the so-called suicide was reopened after Middleton was found dead on an 1,100-acre Perryville farm linked directly to Bill Clinton. The Middleton family is reportedly angry about the unsubstantiated conspiracy theories spreading online about the death of their loved one. According to the new report, Arkansas police ruled Middleton's death a suicide despite no sign of a gun on scene. If they can do that to a high-profile politician person, imagine what they can do to you. And what are they doing to you? Healthy 22-year-old female collapses during lunch with friends, had seven cardiac arrests over 11 days 
Experts suspect the virus caused heart inflammation. The virus caused heart inflammation. That's what it was. Unbelievable. It's the virus, Vince. New forensics experts report out of Allegheny County, Pennsylvania, show duplicate ballot scans and over 50,000 non-unique tabulator CVR numbers. Many of these images have similar defects in the printing and copying process, which would indicate common source of production, but different than the remaining examined ballots. Clearly in the mail in the counting area, the random printing defect that may have existed in the mailing out of ballots could not consistently come back and be counted on the same scanner. Therefore, a printing defect on the printing side of the ballot creation is, is likely, uh, is not likely the cause of this anomaly. And, and, and look, we're, we're going to find this over and over and over again, guys, dude, they are cheating. They, they are cheating. The objective is, is to take back over control of the elections period. That's it. Take back over, get the fucking radical liberals out of the election process. It's really that simple. So I came across this on the Gateway Pundit today. Uh, Fox News launches silent ban on President Trump. Daytime Fox ignores Trump's historic trip to East Palestine, tunes out his speech, but plays Tim Scott's speech, only mentions Trump visit after he leaves town. And then right after that, they post this. Democratic support for Biden in 2024 rises as Republicans grow skeptical of Trump. And they're saying Trump's poll. Yeah. There they go. Fake news, dude. It's closer and closer you get to the election. Murdoch doesn't want Trump. And uh, this was interesting, too, because we're on the verge of nuclear war and stuff, right? Um, Air Force vets testify UFOs have turned off nuclear warheads and shot test missiles out of the sky at U.S. bases. This is an yeah. old story, but a new um, new uh, testimony. Testimony. Pentagon investigations have recently interviewed multiple veterans about their experiences, alleged witnesses, uh, UFO tampering with American military equipment, including the nuclear arsenal. Daily Mail report, a pair of U.S. Air Force vets testified the U.S. military's all-domain anomaly resolution office, AARO, about their encounters. Robert Salas, who was a U.S. Air Force ICBM launch officer, told the Pentagon he witnessed an orange flying disc disarm 10 nuclear warheads at Malmstrom Air Force Base in Montana in 1967. The other Air Force officer, Robert, Dr. Robert Jacobs, showed AARO, a 35-millimeter film, reportedly showing a UFO shooting a test missile out of the sky in 1964 on a U.S. base. Salas, who is now 82 years old, was happy to finally have come uh, had the government reach him, telling the Daily Mail, I've been wanting to tell the government agency my story for 50 years. It was a great relief. Following his interview, the AARO representative sent Salas a letter thanking him and telling him, I'm hopeful in collective contributions of patriots like you and the current level of government interest in the investment will provide answers to the questions the citizens of our country have demanded for a long time. And so this is crazy. And then Jacobs was part of a team operating telescopic cameras that t- uh, the film test missile launches at California's Vandenberg Air Force Base in the 60s. In 1964, a flying object was allegedly filmed flying into the frame, shooting a warhead with a beam of light. He told Daily Mail, now remember, all this stuff is flying at several thousand miles per hour. So this thing fires a beam at the light at the warhead, hits it and then moves up, fires another beam of light, goes down and fires another beam of light and then flies out the way it came in. And then a warhead tumbles out of space the object at points uh of light that we saw the warhead and so forth were traveling through subspace about 60 miles straight up and they were going somewhere in the neighborhood of 11,000 to 14,000 miles per hour when this ufo caught up to them flew in flew around them and flew back 
So hopefully there's never going to be a nuclear war and there can't be because the UFOs will stop it from happening. And that's at least what I'm hoping. Unbelievable. Guys, listen. Uh, I'm going to be on my own for the rest of the week and uh, most of all next week, Vince is uh, uh, going to finish up his house and take, uh, take care of a few things. So I'll be running the show. I'll probably bring in a few co-hosts or something like that. We'll see, but I'll probably do a few of these on my own. Um, don't forget to go on over to socialredpill.com. Completely free to join over there. If you guys are on DLive, Facebook, Rumble, Pilled, wherever you are, subscribe. Please hit that subscribe button and then also hit that like button. Thank you so much for all the donations tonight. Don't forget to go on over to redpills.tv and check out our list of our sponsors and the ways that you can help support everything that we do here, whether it's Cash App, Money Sign, Red Pill Project, whether it's Give, Send, Go campaign, redpills.tv slash go, or just using our sponsors, Dr. Kirk Elliott, Get Gold Today, or using RPP at checkout at MyPillow. Much appreciated to everybody, especially all of you guys that are watching right now. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. Thank you guys so much for watching the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. I'm glad I can help get you all prepared, me and Vince, get you guys all prepared for what is coming. Take care. Have a good one. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I Patch McCain. <laughs> I, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, you know that's the beginning of communism.